Hello, this is Darren. And this is Paige. And this is Where's, Where's the, the lemonade? lemonade? Where we talk about what happens when life throws you lemons. Make some lemonade? Uh, maybe. Some weeks it's lemon squares. Yeah, some weeks it's just lemons. Yeah. <laughs> On today's episode, we're going to talk about anxiety in blended families. There's anxiety in blended families? about um, anxiety and how this is our sixth time recording this episode. Hopefully it works this time. This has been high anxiety. We are learning that anxiety in blended families is not just when there's kids around, but just <laughs> recording a podcast. Yes. I mean, I think the most we've ever, usually we, we only record once. We do one most take. Most of the times are one take. And a couple times when like there's been a technical difficulty, we've had to do it twice. For some reason... This episode is not meant to be so. So, if you're listening to this episode, feel privileged. <laughs> I, we had a short in a cord, a computer malfunction. It just it's just been a mess. People walking in, making no like, yeah, it's just been one thing after another. But, but you would think that it gets better the more we record. I actually think it doesn't. I think it was better the first so, couple times. Yeah. So this is the worst. <laughs> um, version of this recording that you're listening to now. If you're, you're listening. welcome. So uh, what causes anxiety in blended families? Trying to record a podcast. Trying to, besides that. <laughs> I, I think we talked about this, well, six times already. <laughs> so it's forming a new family. That can be really tough. Yes, it is extremely anxiety-inducing to bring two families, two partial families, right? Right, yeah. That have been you know, gone through something hard. They've been maybe living with, you know, the single parent. You're all um, thrown together and the adjustment is rough. It's rough. And I think one of the reasons why it's so rough is um, it's a new family situation. And we we talked about this. Um, when you have that first baby in your first marriage, you're thrown into parenthood too. You're thrown into, hey, how do I do this? But you're learning that together. Yes. And you have an infant there that infants are pretty resilient. And and they don't talk back to you. And they don't talk back and to say, you. And say, I don't want you to talk to me right now. Yeah. That is very true. Um, <laughs> so you get some time. So with a, with a blended family, it's a very steep learning curve. Yeah. It's you, like, boom, here you are. Go. Yeah. Which is tough. So it's, I think it's really challenging the two parenting styles. Um, are very, very challenging because you've been doing, you know, your parenting thing for 20 years when we got married. Yeah, I've been doing true. my parenting thing for 20 years. We've been on our own for a bit without our, you know, because we were divorced, doing our own thing. So we're in charge. We're doing. All of a sudden. And now it's like, oh, now there's someone else here that I have to check with. And, oh, I don't really like how you just talk to my kid that way, right? <laughs> that's, a, that's absolutely right. And not only are they the different styles that we had, you know, developed over 20 years or however long you were married before, but also men and women are different in the way that they parent already. What? Say it ain't so. It, it is. So <laughs> you throw all that together in the parenting style. That caused a lot of anxiety. And I remember, am I saying the right thing? Because I want this to work. I want this family to work. Yeah. So you're constantly thinking, am I saying the right thing? Am I doing the right thing? 
is she going to be mad at me for saying this? Is he going to be mad at yeah, me? Do I need you kind of walk on eggshells. You kind of do for the first couple of years. Yeah. And, you know, you and I, our relationship is really great. Like we, yeah, yeah. you and I, we, we have so much fun together. We see eye to eye on most things. But the times that we argue are it, usually never about e like our relationship. It, it has to do with. It's about the kids. The kids and not like that the kids are causing us issues. It's how one of us dealt with the kids or one of us didn't deal with the kids. And it's usually about that. Yeah, whether it's a, a differing opinion in discipline. Yep. Or like you or even just our expectations that we have for the kids' behavior. Right. That if they're different. Yeah. And yeah, that causes anxiety. It does because and I found that most of the anxiety, when I have anxiety, it's because of things I don't know the outcome of. Things out of your control? Things out of my control, mm. and I get anxious, like, am I saying the right thing? Am I doing the right thing? Or I have a pit in my stomach because I'm not sure how this is going to turn out. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Well, you just have to look to me and go, oh, Paige does everything right, and Paige knows all the <laughs> yeah, answers. So just let do. her do, do it, right? <laughs> yeah. Is that what you've learned? That's what I have learned. <laughs> Good Absolutely. One. Okay. Now, another thing that causes anxiety is the co-parenting that you have to do with your former spouse because you're not the sole parent here. No, and that is so challenging. You do not just get to make discretionary decisions anymore at all. No, no you're not, and especially with a joint custody and things like that. Yeah. It, let's say that a child needs some um, teaching, some discipline, right? We use grounding for things, taking electronics away or their favorite book series or whatever it may be. And if you feel that needs to be two weeks, but you're on a 50-50, you know, week on, week off or two two five five, whatever it may be, all of a sudden you've is that gonna work at the other house or not? Yeah. The kids are like, woohoo, going over to mom's or yeah, going you over can to grab dad's. All you want. I'm going to mom's yeah. in two days. Right. right? So and yeah, and just every time you have to get into agreement about something with your ex, that's challenging because you're divorced. Things are, you know, tensions are high, especially in the beginning. And that causes a lot of anxiety when you're like, okay, I got to work with my ex to figure this out, the schedule or paying you know, for braces, right? Finances or, or something. Whatever. And it, that can cause a lot of anxiety, especially in the beginning. Well, and another thing I just brought up was finances, right? Finances causes a lot of anxiety too. Yes. Right? There's child support to pay. There's child support to receive sometimes. Right. There's, and all of a sudden you're, you have a lot more responsibility. You're trying to keep more households up and uh, up right. and going. So when we got married, because I had been a single mom working full time, trying to make ends meet, and that was rough. Um, so... Uh, my anxiety lessened when I married you, but I think your anxiety went way my, up. Mine went way up. <laughs> You're like, wow, I don't have six kids. I now have 10 kids. And and yeah, and it was it was sometime getting used to how do you cook for ten to nine people? We had nine people living here. We had here. nine people living here. I had no idea. That was a disaster for me. I always and over our food made. bill like tripled oh. and, and, th and I'm like, uh, and you don't want to... You want to say the right things? It it just there's so much new stuff going on, and yeah. that's where all the anxiety comes. Right, and from. and that's another thing. You know, 
finances is another thing like maybe one person's been living on a budget and the other person hasn't or you know what i mean like maybe one person they think that spending money on this is, is fine, fine and the other person's like i don't think spending money on this so a lot of figuring out in the beginning for sure right and so and sometimes you know you you have this imagination in your head that uh, how everything's going to work out just perfect oh yes Oh, yes, like for sure. Like, and oh, it, we're in love. Everything's going to be wonderful. Listen to our last episode to find out how wonderful blended families are. There's a lot of really fantastic things about blended families. Yep, and um, that's our rose-colored glasses episode. This episode, we're talking about some reality in we're, that, too. We're bringing you back down to earth about blended families. There's a lot of... A lot of All right, so now let's talk about how do we lessen the anxiety? We know we just listed a bunch of the things that cause anxiety in a blended family, and a lot of those things are in a nuclear family. Yeah, there's a lot of them are nuclear families. What we learned was we wish we'd read some of these articles that we'd read before. No, we didn't want to read them because we were in love. We didn't need to read anything. Everything was going to be fine. No, we did do some things that helped lessen the anxiety. We did. We started counseling from day one, like we, the day that we got engaged. The day we, we started, got engaged, we yeah. started marriage counseling, which yep. to me was probably the best thing that could have happened because we learned how to communicate with each other. And as um, Caroline said to us, get in the trenches. Yes, Yes, get in the trenches with each other. Put yourself in their position. Get down with them. And be open without any um, fear of of sharing that information. And right. that, that was key. That helped us out a lot at the beginning. It did. I, we can't say enough how important that is for blended families, especially get into counseling. Find a counselor that you guys both like. And it's so helpful. Yeah, so helpful. It was, it so was yeah, so that good. is one way to lessen anxiety. And and that helped out quite a bit. Another thing that I liked in some of these articles was test something out. If you're, you know, you're blending these families together, new discipline, traditions, everything, try something out. See if it works. Yep. If it works, good. If it doesn't work, don't hold fast to, well, I, parent, I always parented this way. It, you know, it's going to work. It's not going to work. If it's not working, it's not going to work. Right. And it's okay to to admit and to say, this isn't working, and try something new. Right. Right? And, and the key there is to help your kids feel like there's a safe place to be. Yes, for sure. So, yeah, sometimes you want to keep some of the old traditions from your previous relationship, right, and that, that family, and then you want to create some new ones. Do both. Yep. Do both. Absolutely. Now, this one, this next tip that we read in one of the articles, I think is hilarious. Sit down and establish ground rules <laughs> before you blend the families. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't yeah. think that, that doesn't work so much. Well, it's hard to do because you're like, well, why do we need ground rules? We're in love and we have fun on our and dates. I, and I like your kids and you like my kids and we're just and love la, da, da. Yep. Yeah, that's kind of how we were. Even though we were in counseling, um, we still, you don't know. You can talk about these things, but you're like, ah, that's probably not going to happen. Or like, you don't know what's going to happen until it's happening. And then you go, oh, but we did, we did set some ground rules. Like what? Well, I mean, 
most of it was around scheduling. Right. Right. I mean, yeah. so it wasn't just, oh, we'll just throw us together and everything's going to work. No, we, we did establish some things kind of up front, right, in in the house. Logistically. Like, logistically, yeah. which, which kind of helped out quite a bit. Yeah. So we, we, we didn't have some ground rules about keeping the house tidy because... Oh, but we had a nice episode on that one. Yeah, I had a little nervous breakdown because all the kids would walk in and I, you know, I'm trying to be the nice stepmom and not say anything, but yet I I like to keep a, a tidy, picked up, clean house. And here are seven kids walking in and there goes a backpack here and there go the shoes there and there goes a jacket there. Seven kids doing this and I lost it. I absolutely lost it. Not on them. No. I just started bawling and went to my room. And then you lost That's it. That's when I did not lose <laughs> it. I never lost it. No, but you were upset. I I showed the kids. <laughs> yes. What did you show them? What scolding looks like. Yes. I never yelled at them. You didn't yell. You were you were I was, mad. You were upset, but there was not I yelling. I let them see me upset. Yes. Even though I wasn't upset about the house not being tidy. But you were upset that I was upset. I was upset that, and I wanted to show that common front. So. That, that would have been a good thing for us to talk about ahead of time. Sit down with all the kids and say, hey, there's a whole bunch of us here. Let's look at, you know. But the kids got an earful. And our house has been clean ever since. So that worked. Yes. But no, that is one thing that, that you could talk about beforehand. What what expectations do we want house for rules. our house? Yes. And that is one thing I don't think we talked about. Like I said, I wanted to be this fun, oh, every, anything goes, la, la, la. No, no. And then we got over that quickly and was like, okay. This, these are some ground rules to keep us all happy and sane, yeah. mainly me. Well, and I like that house rules things because we as adults also needed to work on keeping things as equal in the house as possible. For example, your kids didn't have different rules in the house than my kids. Right. They were in the same rules. Hey, this is our house. Right. And the, the, the rules are a combination of rules that we brought together, but everyone has to obey by the same rules. Right. And that was rough because um, we had teenagers. We had teenagers, and Jake wasn't too thrilled about the rules because it was just Jake, Sam, and I. Um, so, like, we might sit on the couch and eat dinner before we got <laughs> before we but blended. We, we can't have nine people sitting on no, the couch and eating no. dinner. So. No, yeah. Like we just can't, you know, we bought some new furniture. And so it was like, oh yeah, we can't, this can't happen. So Jake was like, well, wait a second. We, all these things we used to do, we can't do anymore. I'm like, it's just logistically not possible for us to do anymore. So yeah, he was feeling, he was feeling displaced. And he was feeling like I changed and, but it was just things that had to change. You know, it, it it wasn't even really an option. And and I think, I think that's important that you said that they had to change because this is a new family that you just formed. Right. Right. And we want to keep as much the same as we can, but we have to accept the fact that this is now new. Right. Right. Yeah. And, and we're going to have to, to do things different. Yeah. It's a new adventure. Now here, here are six ideas that came from one of the articles on lessening anxiety. Okay. Some of these we agree with. And some of them we don't. Let's hear some it. All right. First one, figure out a co-parenting plan with your spouse early on. With your ex-spouse. With your ex-spouse. Okay. Yeah. Yes. That yes. Two thumbs up on that one. Absolutely. Yes. Now I did something with my um 
in in my divorce, we came up with our co-parenting plan. Right. It's like a 25-page document. Right. There's a lot of specifics in there. <laughs> um, we just went through a template and filled it out. Right. And I'm glad that we did because yeah. anytime there's a disputation, we go back and look and say, that's what we agreed to. Well, and there's some things that you think, we're never going to... We're never going to have an issue about that. And then and all of a sudden you up. do. And you go, oh, I'm glad we discussed it. So yes, I uh, two thumbs up on that one. Yeah, so that, yes. that one's a good one. Uh, next one, when you start to feel overwhelmed, take it one hurdle at a time. One hurdle at a time. Yes, I agree with that one too. When you start to feel, yeah. When you're overwhelmed, you have to take Just a step back. let everything now go? No, you t take a step back and you go, okay, I'm overwhelmed. I'm full of anxiety. This isn't good for our family. This isn't good for me. What can we... Just focus on right now. What are we piling on too much? Yeah. So what support? So what sorts of things would be piling on too much? I don't know. I guess if you have like ton, if you're doing a bunch of extracurriculars and you're, you know, you just have expectations of a perfect dinner every night and you know just uh, and soccer practice and right. swim practice and, and you know and then we've got to have you know every Friday night is family night and you just you're you're trying to create this perfect schedule here. So you need to pick one thing. Yes. Okay. I got right. it. That so I, I can okay, see that. I'm good yeah. with that. I'm good with that. See your family, including the exes, as a team. Whatever. <laughs> I think go they, team, go. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, I think I think what they're trying to say here is don't get into competition with your ex. One hundred percent agree with that. That's hard in the beginning. Yeah, you want to be the best parent and the favorite parent and the... You want the kids to love you. Yes, because it is. it is. It's When you hear them doing something fun at the other parent's house, you're like, oh, no. But event, hopefully, eventually, you get to the point where... Um, you can I, appreciate it. You can appreciate it. I, you know, yep. I appreciate the fun things that my kids do at their mom's house now. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and that their their stepdad can do some fun things with them that right. I, I probably can't. Of course, yes. And th But that took a little bit of time. And now we're like, fantastic, that's great. So yeah, I, I guess if you want to look at that's it that, that way. That's team approach, right? Yeah, yeah. But it, ta it takes time. It takes time. It, it takes, takes time. time. Invest in a chore chart. <laughs> yeah, we're not good at chore charts. <laughs> now this is just our opinion. There are some families that chore charts work fantastic for but we, we not took a, a different approach we did our approach was there's stuff to be done everyone get up and help yes yeah, so in our house after dinner we don't have like you have to unload the dishwasher and you have to load and you have it is everyone pitches in until it's done and it usually takes five minutes mm -hmm. and if you do have a child that disappears during you, those, well, we, you, we know those children. We, we, we do have know those. We called you guys out before. Yes, and you save something for them. Like if, oh, I have to go to the bathroom, they disappear for 15 minutes. You When they came back in, you go, oh, okay, you, you, know, you can wipe off the counters. You just save something for them. Yeah. But we don't have specific, we don't have like, you take the garbage out and you dust and you no, vacuum. And, and we so don't do our, that. Our kids know at any point in time, we can ask them to help pitch in with something. Yeah, that's just, we just, that's just being part of a family. Right. Now, now, there are certain things that um, the kids have responsibilities for all the time. Like they do their own laundry. They do do their own laundry. Their, their rooms clean. I feel like the whole doing the own laundry thing, if, if people are listening to this going, what? I feel like that was a huge change in our house and it was a better change for everyone. We, I think you're right. Yeah. We used to, because there was nine of us here, yep. we used to do laundry and we would have these folding parties out in the family room with eight loads of laundry. It was insane. 
and we would all be folding and it took so much time and whose clothes are these and whose socks are these and then we decided we would have a sock basket all the socks would and go the in the boys basket wouldn't touch the girls underwear or oh my gosh like it just, just it just was always people were losing clothes and who has my clothes and who's got this so we everyone has their own laundry basket they bring it down they throw their laundry in they take it back up and they put it away by themselves it, it's it's so much less overwhelming for everyone well, our kids are old enough to do that yes but yes we, we started doing that even when the three amigos the three youngest were still young yeah but we did their laundry separate too yeah and we would go and maybe help them fold it and put it away in their room but it just oh in a bigger family it just oh i felt like it was a huge blessing so our our ideas of chores are different than your traditional yes chores. but whatever works for your family fantastic All right okay next one celebrate the small victories I agree with that. I totally do too. I agree with that completely. I can't think of what small victories are right now. But I mean, I guess just like a small victory would be like if you have a child that's been resistant to the blended family and one day when you're going out and you, because you have to continue to invite and they go, oh yeah, I want to go. That's a yeah, small victory. let's go victory. to ice cream. You're yeah, like, woo, yeah, inside yeah, you're yeah, like, oh, for, yes. Yeah, and you can say, hey, thanks for coming. Yep. Yeah, that's, that's a yeah, good thing. I like to celebrate. Um, oh, the last one, I like this one. Don't aim for perfection. Oh my gosh! Please, not in a blended family. Do not aim for perfection. You will be I, sorely I think even mistaken. Even in a nuclear family, yes. that will cause anxiety for everyone. Yep. But for don't everyone. give up on trying to be a, a better family. I mean, no. But there's a difference between perf perfection and just trying. And right. I don't know. Yeah, I we're not really perfectionists. I mean, I would say the closest thing that I am to perfectionist is keeping the house clean. But that's I don't feel like I'm a perfectionist. No, no, no. But I mean, yeah. So that's going to make everyone really anxious if you try for perfection. Don't do that. I, you got perfect. Except you, yes, my that's husband, right. yes. Thank You're you. You're perfect Abby. for me. <laughs> okay. Another thing that really helps a lot with anxiety and blended families is just time. Yes. And I'm sorry to say that to people like, but it's true. Yeah. If you're six months in. Oh gosh. Hang in there. It gets Buckle better. up. You buckle up. <laughs> Take it, some Xanax. What is it? Xanax. Xanax. Yeah. It'll get better and then it'll get worse. And yes, it'll be a roller coaster. Big roller coaster, but eventually it starts leveling out. Yep. And the bumps aren't as bad anymore like they used to be. So one one tip that we have is stop trying to control things that are out of your control. Start Stop trying to change things. Stop looking for certain outcomes when you know that's not, like, just, it's not in your control. So what can you control? Your actions, your behavior, your reactions, that's what you can control. Yeah, in fact, in, in the threads that we were reading on Facebook threads, I see a lot of um, people trying to control their exes. Oh, don't even. And that's just a disaster. Talk about anxiety. Yeah, all that does oh. is increase your anxiety. Oh my goodness. Dumps like, you know. Yes, and that takes time. Because in the beginning, you're like, why aren't they responding? Why aren't they doing this? And why are they fighting me on this? And it's, you just have to go, okay. And sometimes you're going to be the one that you're going to give in every time. And you sit there and go, why am I always the one to give in? Because that's what's best for the kids. And even though if you're always the one that gives in, that's okay. That's what's best for the kids. And your kids will appreciate it. You know what? This reminds me of a beautiful song. What? 
Kenny Rogers. Oh, okay. You ready? I'm ready. Let's sing it. Okay. You, you got gotta to know, know when to hold them. Know when to fold them. Know when to walk away. And know when to run. Oh, we're good. Yeah. All right. We're good. We are we're good. Real good. We're going to start a new <laughs> podcast with us singing. Yeah. Um, you can find us on YouTube, Facebook. People are America's muting. Got people Talent. Are, people are muting everywhere yes, right now. I'm sure they are. But what do you mean by all that? Well, this is really important, actually. You have to know when to hold your ground and say, you yes. know what, this is important to me. Right. When you're dealing with um, the kids or your spouse or your ex-spouse, yep. you've got to be able to say, hey, this is really important to me. And, and it you've can't got to be and, everything. It can't be everything. And you got to know when to just let those other things go. Like, you know what? This isn't important. This isn't as important to me. This isn't that big of a deal. I'm going to let this go. And then there are going to be some things that you go, you know what? I'm going to fight on this one. And so you just know, know when to do that. You, it can't be every time. Nope, it can't. And you have to prioritize what's important to you. And right. then there are also times where you just need to run away. Yeah. And just go, you know what? We're This is going nowhere. Yes. This is. Yep. You know, that that's run the other direction. Yeah, run the other. That does not mean run away from your blended family. <laughs> oh, I don't want that to come across that way. I've, I, I did that just once or twice. I just went, I'm going to go on a little drive. Yeah. I just, I need some, I need some, some time. <laughs> Sit in the car. Okay. What else we got here? Well, this goes into changing your expectations, right? Okay. With the blended family, you've got a lot of uh, personalities and a lot of things going on there. So yes. you have to change what your expectations were of your perfect nuclear family that you had before. Yep, that is very true. It's a it's a whole different situation. So yep. look at changing your expectations. I like that. I, uh, we talked about um, the one-sided parenting. If you feel like you're the only one parenting, your ex-spouse is probably feeling the same way. Yeah. So you have to, that's okay. Right. Just right. like we already said, uh, what's whatever is in your control, right? So yeah. if you sit here and go, well, at their house, they're not doing this, this, and this. You know what? That is out of your control. Just you can only control what goes on in your house. Don't try and overcorrect when they come to your house and go, well, since they haven't done this, this, and this, I'm going to now pile it on this poor kid. Just what's in your control. Well, your control. and that goes into get rid of the idea that you need to win. Yes, Yep, let it go. Yeah, that there's a winner and a loser. Yep. You're winning over your ex-spouse. I've seen this so many times in the threads that I've uh, yep. been reading. And even when when we first got married, w w that was kind of the attitude like, you know, hey, we did a better job than they did right. on this one thing. Yeah, you got to get rid of that. Because that's not what's best for the kids. Winning is when the kids are happy and feel safe and, you know, secure. That's winning. Our lemonade moment of the week has to do with uh, COVID and being home. Okay. I don't know what this is. Go. Oh, you don't? Oh, no. this is that uh, we um, are learning where all the beautiful parks are in our area. Oh, oh, oh. See, before so, yeah. we would say, hey, we need to go on a trip. Let's go somewhere. Right. So we drive in the car for six hours or, hey, maybe we plan a trip um, to another uh, state or a country. Right. But with COVID, we've kind of been locked down. So um, we are finding 
these beautiful state and national parks around us. And like uh, this last week, we went to uh, Big Trees State Park in California and absolutely wonderful, uh, wonderful day uh, walking in the forest among these massive, massive uh, sequoias. Yeah, it was awesome. It was awesome. So So lemonade, the lemons are, we're stuck at home. The lemonade is go exploring around where you're at. Eat local, shop local, play local. There you go. If you like today's episode, give us five stars on iTunes, Spotify, Google. And head to Facebook and like us. And check out our blog at wheresthelemonade.org. Where you can leave questions and comments. But most of all, go out and make some lemonade. You betcha, baby. Mm -hmm.